Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, the breaking news. We're learning new details about American troops hurt in the Middle East. Plus, the intense negotiations currently underway to get more hostages still held by Hamas out. And we hear for the first time from a hostage released what an 85-year-old woman is revealing about her time in captivity. Here are tonight's headlines. Israel papers Gaza with flyers offering a reward for any information that leads to the hostages as the family of one woman celebrates her release. She just proved us that... uh... She can survive everything. The Israeli army carries out strikes against 400 Hamas targets within the last 24 hours. In five days, we build all this place. We're with Israeli defense forces as they train for a ground invasion. We are prepared to be in battle in Gaza as long as it takes. What is your feeling now? And we introduce you to one of our own, a brave local journalist reporting from inside Gaza. Marwan Al Ghul, CBS News, Gaza. The incredible details tonight about that off duty pilot who allegedly tried to crash a plane full of people. What investigators are saying about his motive as we learn he may have been using psychedelic drugs. A showdown here in New York. Michael Cohen and former President Trump in the courtroom together as Cohen testified about Trump's alleged fraud. Heck of a reunion. Every member's tired of this. Breaking news, the Republican Party's third pick for Speaker of the House drops out of the race. Snow falls in Montana as the first widespread snowstorm makes its way east. The lawsuit tonight against the parent company of Facebook and Instagram. Why dozens of state's attorneys general accuse Meta of getting America's teens addicted to its platforms on purpose. And frightening news, the scary sight you may see when buying Halloween candy. Happy Halloween! Good evening and thank you.
Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night. Tonight, the humanitarian crisis is deepening inside Gaza, with President Biden saying efforts to bring aid to civilians are not moving fast enough. Just today, eight trucks carrying food, water and medicine were allowed across the border, the first in 24 hours, but it's not nearly enough to meet demand. Hundreds of thousands of Israeli troops are positioned along the border ahead of an anticipated ground invasion that appears to be on hold for the moment in order to buy time for hostage negotiations. Israel has increased the barrage of airstrikes with the Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry saying it suffered its single deadliest day of the war. Secretary of State Antony Blinken today warned Iran that the U.S. would respond if they or their proxies use the conflict to attack Americans. This as the Pentagon announced that Iranian-backed militias have targeted U.S. troops in the Middle East at least 13 times in the past week with rocket and drone attacks. And we learned just a short time ago at least two dozen U.S. service members were hurt. We have team coverage, and CBS's Charlie Daggett will start us off from Tel Aviv. Good evening, Charlie. Good evening to you, Nora. Despite an increase in the number of attacks on both sides of this fight today, another humanitarian convoy has rolled into Gaza. The Palestinian Red Crescent announcing that they've received another eight trucks of aid, but no fuel, while concern grows for civilians and hostages alike. Yoshevet Lifshitz and Nurit Cooper only landed here in Tel Aviv from Egypt in the early hours. Yet this morning, a smiling 85-year-old Lifshitz was ready to share her story, saying, I went through hell, describing how Hamas kidnappers draped her over a motorcycle. I was lying on my side with my legs here and my body there, she said, and a group of guys hit me with sticks on the way. She said militants took away her watch and jewelry. She was led down a vast network of tunnels she said looked like a spider web. But asked why she shook the hand of a Hamas gunman when she was set free, she said her captors treated her with softness and supplied all our needs. Lifshitz also criticized Israeli defense forces for not doing more to pick up the threat from Gaza before militants launched their attack. Her grandson told CBS News she came back walking and waving to everyone. We've been expecting the war and as always, she just proved us that uh, she can survive everything. Lifshitz and Cooper's husbands are still believed to be held by Hamas, along with at least 220 more hostages, according to Israeli officials. The Israeli Air Force dropped leaflets over Gaza today, asking residents to reveal the whereabouts of those hostages in exchange for a reward. This amid some of the Israeli military's heaviest bombardment yet in Gaza. The IDF claiming more than 400 targets were struck over the past day, including anti-tank missile launchers and observation posts, pushing the death toll in Gaza to nearly 6,000, according to Hamas health officials. On the Israeli side of the border, the outbreak of violence has triggered a mass exodus, hundreds of thousands displaced. We visited Netavot, which has become a new frontline town. This security camera hub is staffed 24-7 by a civilian workforce on the lookout for the next rocket or terrorist gunman. On the horizon, you can see Gaza City. Orly Massas from Philadelphia is an emergency dispatcher who keeps watch over the city and its remaining residents. People are terrified. They're terrified. Terrified. People lost 
um, their confidence. We know friends, best friends, that was murdered. Even as Hamas steps up its rocket attacks in the past 24 hours, they're still trying to cross into Israel. Israeli defense forces say commandos spotted a Hamas terror cell trying to enter the sea from a tunnel today. An unspecified number of terrorists were killed. Nora? Charlie Daggett, thank you. Tonight, the chief of staff for the Israeli Defense Forces is reportedly saying the ground offensive into Gaza is delayed because of tactical and strategic considerations. U.S. officials, including Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, have publicly warned that urban combat is extremely difficult. CBS Morning's co-host Tony DeCoppel got a rare look at the intense training for Israeli troops. Deep in the desert at the Zaylim Army Base, Israeli infantry are preparing for the biggest battle of their lifetime. This urban warfare training center was built to simulate conditions inside Gaza. We've never done something like this. And Lieutenant Colonel Mati Slevak is the man responsible for readying soldiers to hunt Hamas. Some will hide in the tunnels. Some will hide inside civilian houses. And some will come to fight to die because they want to be shahidim. Martyrs. Soldiers come in by the busload, eager to put training into action. This is war. It's not fun for anybody. Major Ron's unit lost 15 soldiers on October 7th. Now he's responsible for preparing those still alive to kick in doors. Clear. Yeah. Scan. Shoot. Shoot. And clear rooms. What do you expect to find in Gaza? A lot of uh, explosive stuff and um, about face-to-face combat I think we're not going to see as we saw the 7th of October. Hamas has built an extensive underground network it can use to launch attacks. But when we asked the lieutenant colonel about his biggest fears and worries, his answer surprised us. Uh, I think the major concern for most of the soldiers is that we're going to have to stop in one point of time. The major concern is having to stop? I don't understand. We're going to have an order that the war ends and we didn't finish our mission. And I did ask the lieutenant colonel what comes after Hamas is removed from power in Gaza. And Nora, he told me that is a question for the politicians. A big question. Tony DeCopel, thank you. Well, tonight, the off-duty pilot accused of trying to shut down the engines of an Alaska Airlines plane mid-flight is now facing a federal charge. CBS's Chris Van Cleve reports tonight that we are learning more details about the terrifying incident, including the fact that the suspect admitted to recently using psychedelic mushrooms. Tonight, our first look at 44-year-old Alaska Airlines Captain Joseph Emerson in court, facing 83 counts of attempted murder after he allegedly attempted to turn off the engines of Alaska Flight 2059 while he was off-duty and riding in the cockpit jump seat Sunday night. Uh, We've got the uh, guy that tried to shut the engines down uh, out of the cockpit. According to newly released court documents, Emerson told police he was having a nervous breakdown, hadn't slept in 40 hours, was battling depression, and had consumed, quote, magic mushrooms two days earlier. About a half hour into the flight, the pilots told investigators Emerson threw off his headset and pulled red fire handles like these that can cut off fuel to the engines. One of the pilots said he wrestled Emerson away from the controls and asked him to leave the cockpit. Police say Emerson told them he did it because I thought I was dreaming and I just want to wake up. Fear went through our bodies. Passenger Paul Stevens was one of 84 on board. I've flown a lot in my life and... 
I had been scared once before, and um, yesterday was the second time. While in the back of the plane, court documents say Emerson asked to be handcuffed, but then tried to open an emergency exit door. Police arrested him when the plane landed in Portland. Airline Captain Laura Einsettler. The crew that was operating this flight did an excellent job being able to actually challenge him, get him away from the controls, and, and subdue him and be able to get him into the back of the aircraft. Now, during tonight's hearing, Emerson pleaded not guilty to all charges, but will remain behind bars, at least for now. Alaska says he showed no visible signs of impairment before boarding that Sunday night flight and had passed all of his FAA-required medical certifications throughout his more than 20-year pilot career. And that includes regular evaluations for mental health, Nora. Chris Van Cleve, thank you so much. Former President Donald Trump's legal troubles are growing. Former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows is reportedly cooperating with federal prosecutors investigating Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election. And this comes as a third Trump attorney has pleaded guilty in the Georgia election interference case. CBS's Robert Costa joins us now with these late breaking details. Good evening, Robert. What does it mean? Good evening, Nora. Two people close to former President Donald Trump tell me they believe former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows is cooperating with special counsel Jack Smith in the January 6th case, providing detailed testimony and possibly moving toward an immunity arrangement with prosecutors. This all comes as Trump faces continued legal woes in Georgia. I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. In a tearful turnaround, former Trump campaign lawyer Jenna Ellis admitted to making false statements that the 2020 presidential election was fraudulent. If I knew then what I know now, I would have declined to represent Donald Trump in these post-election challenges. Ellis became the third attorney associated with Trump to accept a plea deal and could testify against him in the future. She blamed Rudy Giuliani and others for pulling her into a conspiracy. What I did not do, but should have done, Your Honor, was to make sure that the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were in fact true. Meanwhile, Trump was part of a dramatic standoff today in a New York courtroom as Michael Cohen, his former fixer, sat across from him and accused Trump of fraud. Cohen said Trump directed him to balloon his net worth and inflate the value of his properties, including Trump Park Avenue and Trump World Tower, testifying that he was tasked by Mr. Trump to increase the total assets based upon a number that he arbitrarily selected. Trump shook his head in response without looking at Cohen. Cohen also implicated Trump's children, including Ivanka, for being involved in creating false financial statements. The former president's legal team has repeatedly attacked Cohen's credibility. He served 13 months in jail for crimes, including lying to Congress. For Trump and Cohen, this was the first in-person confrontation in five years. And as Trump watched his former fixer testify, it was evident that sometimes he folded his arms across his chest and shook his head in disgust. Nora. A lot of developments today. Robert Costa, thank you. Well, tonight, there's even more chaos in the battle for Speaker of the House. Just hours after Republicans picked another candidate for the gavel, he was forced to withdraw after getting a thumbs down from former President Trump. CBS Nicole Killian joins us now from Capitol Hill. Good evening, Nicole. What a roller coaster of a day. 
Good evening, Nora. Just like the candidates before him, Minnesota Congressman Tom Emmer could not get the vote. Emmer is the number three Republican in the House. He beat out seven other candidates in a secret ballot and was only the nominee for about four hours. At least 10 to 20 holdouts didn't back him, meaning he likely couldn't survive a vote on the House floor. Some were opposed to his previous vote certifying the 2020 election, while others claimed he was too moderate to be speaker. Former President Trump also weighed in, calling Emmer a Republican in name only and said electing him would be a tragic mistake. Republicans are now going back to the drawing board to try to elect a new candidate. All this as a government shutdown looms next month and the House now 21 days without a speaker, unable to do its business. Nora. He was just the nominee for just a few hours. Nicole Killian, thank you. Well, tonight, the most popular social media company in the world is being accused of knowingly developing products that are harmful to the mental health of young people. That's the claim in lawsuits filed by 41 states against Facebook and Instagram's parent company, Meta. CBS's Jolene Kent reports on the bipartisan legal action and what parents need to know. Social media is very daunting. It's very overwhelming. Monica Morong has four daughters, including two teens. She calls social media an addictive magnet for her kids. I thought there'd be more ethics and more standards and that our kids wouldn't be viewed as like a profit-making object. In the U.S., more than half of teens spend at least four hours a day on social media, which can lead to depression, eating disorders, and suicidal thoughts. We must protect our children online and we will not back down. Today's federal lawsuit by state attorneys general claims Meta, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, knowingly designed and deployed features to keep young users online longer, like infinite scroll, push notifications, and the use of the like button. The complaint also says the tech giant violated the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act by routinely collecting data on children under the age of 13 without permission. California Attorney General Rob Bonta. You're saying that this is a strategy. For what reason? More eyeballs, um, more advertising money, more profit. They'll have to tell you why they do it. We just know they do it. And we are taking action to prevent them from doing it any longer. In a statement, Meta said it was disappointed that instead of working productively with companies, the attorneys general have chosen this path. The company also says it introduced 30 tools to support teens and parents. But Morong says it's not enough. If Meta was a parent, I'd be reporting them to Child Protective Services. Jolene Kent, CBS News, San Francisco. There's trouble on the tarmac when two private jets collide at an airport in Houston. We've got the details next. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. 
Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. There were some frightening moments today at Houston's Hobby Airport when two private jets collided on the tarmac. Federal officials say a twin-engine plane departed without permission when it hit another plane that had just come in for a landing. You can see the tail of the plane that was hit appears to be damaged. Luckily, no one was hurt. The airport was forced to temporarily shut down. Trick or treat, the cost of handing out Halloween candy is going up. We have the details next. You may have noticed the price of Halloween candy is getting downright scary. The Bureau of Labor Statistics says candy prices are up 7.5% this year. The National Retail Federation says Americans are expected to spend $3.5 billion on Halloween candy this year, averaging nearly $32 per person. That's up nearly $2.50 per person from last year. Reporting on the horrors of war and witnessing firsthand the very best and worst of mankind. We've got that story next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Finally tonight, one of the most important but difficult challenges is bringing the realities of war to the rest of the world. CBS's Holly Williams tonight shows us the risks and personal costs of reporting from the front lines. As the Gaza Strip is pummeled with Israeli airstrikes, most of the world's media is reporting from outside. We can't get in to see what's happening firsthand. So we're relying on videos and information from journalists based there. Marwan Al Ghul, a CBS News producer who lives in Gaza with his family, has been reporting on this war from the very beginning. Marwan is much loved here at CBS News. He's worked with us on and off for more than two decades. And when we've travelled to Gaza over the years, he's helped keep us safe. Marwan, we're so worried about you. Oh, you are right. Uh, I am worried too. I am concerned of my family. This makes me sometimes angry. 
and sometimes I feel like I need to cry. But Marwan is a journalist. Just a few minutes. And even with the war on his doorstep, he's risking his life to get the story out. And we are thinking of Marwan. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.